we ponder Sunday's word in our weekly devotion, I'd like us to sell out on three ideas. The first is this. Is Jesus your everything or your something? In comparison to everyone else and everything else in your life, is Jesus unashamedly your number one? If so, why? And if not, then why not? I think it's good to ask such questions because to contemplate why we believe or do not believe things, or why we do or do not do certain things, is valuable to us, especially if we want to grow as people and grow in our faith and faithfulness towards God. My thoughts around absolute devotion and surrender to Jesus are directly linked to how I perceive his absolute devotion to me. My thought process goes something like this. If I could be loved so much by him that he would surrender to a process that would cost him absolutely everything, a process that would cause him for a time to endure excruciating physical, emotional, and mental pain, radical humiliation, and separation from all whom he loved and who loved him, in order to give me just an opportunity to choose eternal life with him, and only the opportunity, not even the definite conclusion that I would take that opportunity. If I could be loved so radically and so profoundly, then I can only but respond by being a slave to his love, his love slave or his bond servant. My second point is this, bond servants get the good stuff in the end. Wayne spoke about how a bond servant was a slave who was allowed to go free, but chose to stay forever with their master. They made a covenant that was evident for all to see by piercing their ear as a sign that their ear was forever attentive to their master's voice. They lived within the master's estate and were not independent from their master. They were the master's responsibility to take care of and provide for. Through this chosen position of submission to their master, they were able to gain authority and rank within his estate. They had opportunity to increase while being under the care of the master. Ah, that we could be the bond servant of Jesus, our kind, brave, selfless master who would allow us to reside within his kingdom, who would choose to take care of our provision and even give us opportunity to gain authority and rank within his kingdom, to increase in the most powerful and noteworthy kingdom ever. Now that sounds like a wise way to position oneself. My third and final point is this. If Jesus is my everything and I am his bond slave, then why do I find it hard to make his great commission my daily disposition? And I think the answer is found 
in a very simple concept. I think it has much to do with being busy with other things. In a way, we live more like a hired servant whose life is outside the master's estate, as opposed to living like the bond servant whose life is lived within the master's estate. Our ears hear the voices of family and friends' requests more clearly than we hear our master's voice of how to make disciples of our family and friends. Our ears hear the voices of work and pleasure more clearly than his voice of how to advance his kingdom in those spaces. Our ears hear the boom of anxiety louder than his calm voice reminding us that we are under his care. So how do we tune our ears into the melodic tone of our master's voice? We practice. We attentively practice listening. We learn the ways of tune and melody. We make it our primary business to learn and continue learning how to hear him. And then out of radical love, we obey what we hear him say, knowing that he even empowers us to obey what we hear. So my friends, as we ponder these three points, I pray that we will all be drawn into the wonder of making Jesus our everything by becoming his bond servants and heed his voice in order to live the most exciting and fulfilling life that we possibly could.